everybody. I'm Cameron. And I'm Zach. I know everything. I made it through a full war. You did, Zach. You did. And this, this is, is the Watching, Watching You Watch podcast. So, Game of Thrones, guys. We just made it through... The attack on Helm's Deep. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so, we just made it through episode nine of season two... Uh, called Blackwater. It is the Siege of King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And it is the first episode of Game of Thrones that takes place basically in one location. Yeah, pretty um, much like right there. Right there. It was weird. Just in King's Landing. We're not hopping around all over the world, so no Daenerys, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So this is the penultimate episode of season two, Zach. How, do you, how are you feeling about that? I felt so conflicted because finally a lot of people that I liked had to fight each other and not everyone could live. Yes. Good point. And that's like kind of what I got to because I realized like by the end of the episode when I was cheering, I was like, oh my God, I'm cheering for Lannisters. I know, right? This is disgusting. It's the battle of despicable people. It's the battle of, look, freaking Lannisters win again due to shenanigans and their freaking (laughs) cheat codes. So, uh, Zach, go ahead. Why don't you recap what some of your highlights were from this episode? Well, a lot of my highlights were just like the interactions, which I wasn't expecting because I was like, okay, lots and lots of action. Maybe they're going to go somewhere else. No, it stayed. There was a lot of great Cersei drinking wine and talking to Sansa conversations. They were, yeah, they were just so tasty. Yep. Um, but let's see. Um, Tyrion steps up to the plate after Joffrey, um, as can be expected, like just goes and runs with his tail between his legs, which even better, speaking of tails and dogs and things, the hound just straight up tells Joffrey to go F himself. He's done. <laughs> yes. He hands in his resignation letter in the middle of battle because he saw fire and he's just like, nope, I can't. I'm yep, done. I'm done. This, this was Outseas. not in my Bye. contract. I'm yep. gonzo. Yep. Um, which leads to another one of my favorite things is the fact that he may be just like, stealing Sansa out of the capital, which is amazing, which would so totally change like everything ever. And can, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of fantastic implications for Sansa getting out of the castle. Uh huh. Okay. Although I don't know how uh, it'll be possible. Cause yeah, the end of the episode did end with, um, Tywin and the, the, the flowery, ty- the Tyrells, Tyrells, Tycells, whatever. Tycells. Yeah. Wow. That's like a mixture of Tyrells and Maester Pycelle. Yeah. Well, he also showed up. I honestly, I forgot about him. I thought he was dead. <laughs> nope. His beard is. His Rest beard in peace. is. No, beard, he's getting a new beard. He's, yeah. He's new, new beard. beard. 20 yep. whenever the frack that came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, that was another interesting thing. Cause Xerxes all like, Hey, nightshade. <laughs> Because uh, basically she wanted to be able to go out on her terms in any number of ways. Yeah, she's like, well, I got Nightshade, and I got a guy who will kill me, and my handmaidens, and all the women in my castle if things go badly. Yeah, so because there's, there's so much about, like, I don't know, and I love how she just breaks down and is like, what? Jamie and I are, like, almost indistinguishable when we were children. Why did I get raised so differently? This is garbage. Yes. I love how she's wearing her little, like, mini armor, too, I know, it was, like, some sort of, like, old-timey Madonna suit. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was just kind of like, why? What does that even do? It really does nothing, except to say... Wear I'm ar- fighting with you. Listen, wear armor but, like Brienne. Real freaking I armor. I know, real freaking armor. <laughs> uh, 
So anything, Sorry. anything else? Do you want me to? Do you want me to rant on like women's like costumes? Well, we and, can talk about games. that for like a long time. And uh, like how the higher level the equipment is, the less body surface it covers. Yes, it's like the inverse rule of female armor. It's ridiculous. I don't understand. Like. I guess women's defense works differently. There's works on like sexual appeal. I don't understand. I don't think that's real life. It's really lame. It's really, really lame. And Brienne is my hero because she yes. just kicks she don't that care none. She, no, uh, dude, she wears the armor. She yeah. lives and she kicks butt. Yeah, she wasn't even in this episode, and I had to bring her up. <laughs> yeah, she she wasn't. Um, so anything else from from Blackwater that you want to you want to oh, talk about? Boy, as your highlights. Um, well. Anytime Varys and Tyrion are together is also a highlight. Like, mm-hmm. once again, a lot of, well, okay, so also there's a chance that Stannis' hand man might actually be alive, which is great, because he's one of the people from, like, Stannis' yeah, camp that didn't want to die. Yeah. So, because he got, like, this sort of, oh, no, he sort of exploded a little bit, like, and it's like, I'm just rooting for him to be alive. Yeah. Although, I don't actually really necessarily know what's happening with Stannis. I suppose that they just, like, squirrel him away. I don't know. The attack on there was, like, really foolhardy. It's like someone who's like, listen, the second season of Firefly is behind those walls, but we really can't do it now because we don't have the time resources. No, we're doing it now! I mean, quite frankly, the second season of Firefly was sitting behind the walls of King's Landing. I'd be storming it, I, even if someone had blown up half my fleet. <laughs> I know, and that's why it's a great analogy. It's perfect. perfect yeah, because that's what Stannis wanted. He wanted um, the second season of Firefly, i.e. The, the, you know, the Iron Throne. <laughs> uh, and he just didn't get it. And and it's funny because, honestly, because up until, like, Cameron brought up his, like, uh, Sir Devos actually basically saved the world by not making Fire Lady showed up because that fight would have been totally different if there was magic. Yeah, he's like, hey, so maybe we don't bring creepy fire priestess. And, he li- and it's funny thought. because him screwing over Stannis probably actually saved the world. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially considering Tyrion's like fire incredibly plan. intelligent plan yeah which it was so funny as soon as they're like watching i'm like oh Tyrion, oh Tyrion, you yeah, sly the sly ship, beast the one ship and zach's like wait a second and like it was like one of the things like oh you sly sly you sly sly man Tyrion, you <laughs> you they are done and and then my thoughts immediately shifted to please please devos get out of there please please and then the next last we see of him he's getting thrown from the from the ship in a fiery ball explosion yeah so, I don't know. There. Oh boy. Yeah. So a lot of this episode was, I don't know. Game of Thrones did what it did best, and it was wordplay. So for this being in the literal middle of a war, there was awesome dialogue, and I loved it. Yes. And the action was also just like, whoa, geez, so many rocks. Yeah. There's a lot of boulder throwing. Yeah. There's a lot of boulder throwing. Yep. Um, okay. So let's let's go back though to kind of near the beginning of this episode there's a really bizarre Ooh. scene towards the beginning where Braun and Hound almost kill each other well yeah Braun and the Hound are like in the barracks and they've got you know they're drinking and carousing and all this kind of fun stuff and then like there's this weird confrontation between the Hound and Braun and the Hound is all like oh like you love killing and I love killing you're not so different from me yeah he does that a lot He he's all really about the bringing up killing things he's so much bluster and which brings me to my question especially considering how you saw his interactions with sansa later and the fire and with joffrey like how, what did you what do you think of these remarks he makes at the beginning about loving killing in light of that 
I, it makes me wonder if that's just how he sizes people up. I don't know if he's like one. He seems almost like those people who's like, he wants to find companionship, but he doesn't know how to find someone who's like him because he understands like who and what he is. It's weird. He's like so self-aware of himself, yet he doesn't know how to handle himself, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. Um, But it's one of those things where it's like, I definitely see it as a... Well, and there's also the fact that he probably felt like he may be like, you know, the lead of in the way that he is, you know, like the king's special guard. But Bronn still has authority over him and he doesn't like that. Because yeah, Bronn is actually head of the king's guard. Tyrion kind of came there and put yeah. Bronn over top of him. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. So there's that. There's like, they have a lot of like tension that makes sense, but it's just weird that he does it now, especially when Bronn is like, I don't care. I don't give a frack. Yeah, he really doesn't. <laughs> well, and maybe that's even just like an envy thing because, you know, he has to serve Joffrey, which is like absolute garbage. And then there's a man he sees who's just like himself who gets to corrals and have women and, you know, not have to work for someone who's terrible. <laughs> so yeah. I think that he can pretty easily tell that Tyrion's a better yeah, boss. Maybe, maybe there is a little bit of jealousy there. Um, I don't know, but there's just a lot of things that he can pick at. And I think he just wants to push buttons because... Obviously, I think off screen, a lot of his buttons were pushed just by the situation. Mm-hmm. So I think he's like that wonderful back. scene where where Joffrey and Hound and Lancel and <laughs> Tyrion are on the battlements and like they're Joffrey and Tyrion are communicating to each oh, other through my their God, lackeys, through their lackeys, yes. which was and it's, you just see like everyone oh, audibly yeah. like groan with their eyes when Lancel. <laughs> yes, everyone, what was said. like anytime Lancel appears on screen, I feel oh. like during this scene, there during this whole episode, it's just like oh, Lancel, I thought he was going to be doing dead, here? but he got away. He somehow makes it. You know, Ugh. and maybe that just makes him worse for it, especially since like the last time we see him in this episode, he's getting pushed to the floor by Cersei he in the woman's punched in quarters. the arrow hole. Yes. <laughs> Cersei punches him in the arrow hole and it's like, ouchie. Yeah. So anyway, back to the hound, though. Yeah. Regardless of like what like you think of him before, I feel like this episode is really pivotal to For understanding him. the hound. Yeah. And he got made into a really lot more of a person him. because before he's just a symbol of the hand and like also being a dog killing a hole. Yeah. Like we, we see him as like Joffrey's lackey and then it's really interesting to see him, him just be like, no F this. Yeah. He gives that all up and it's due to personal trauma yeah it's like personal trauma but like is there something else going on there like he could have like if it was just personal trauma like in the whole like fire thing like he could have just like hightailed it and left but he doesn't the first thing he does is he goes to visit sansa in her quarters and well, then he was waiting there for her because he yeah like he knew she would be there right and it's like interesting because the last time we saw the hound in sansa uh, interact with each other it, it was, was yeah when he was saving her from getting raped that one time yeah you know there's this really bizarre it's, thing it's a very going on odd there. yeah I, and it's not like some i don't think that there's any kind of poor intent i think that she just somehow hit some sort of a thing in his heart maybe he had like a sister or something there's like some sort of like unresolved thing that he couldn't do that sansa is refilling is mm-hmm. my personal thoughts on it and also he's not dumb he understood what was happening and at that time what he made was probably about the best call Mm. he understood what was going to happen and he was going to help someone who was worth helping because honestly he understands just how much joffrey sucks yeah we've seen that before and i the thing with it is he's a hired killer it's no skin off his nose to just like walk out and be like hey someone else i will kill people for you and i'm pretty darn good at it Mm. 
Um, while we're talking about the Hound, too, I also wanted to ask you it, kind of about Sansa and and the Hound. There's this really great scene at the end of the of the episode mm-hmm. where he's like, I could take you out of the castle. I could take you back home. And she says it's almost like her like carbon copy statement of, oh, but I love Joffrey. And, and I, he's I like, no, stay stop. And like so basically like she turns him down kind of. You know, by saying that at yeah. the end there, what did you make of that? Like Sansa has an opportunity to leave and she doesn't uh, take she it. She probably she's probably thinking so hard into the game. She thinks it's some sort of a trap. OK. And honestly, wouldn't you if you see like the person of the king saying it's like, OK, let's spear it away. Ha ha. Another one of Joffrey's tricks. He's just digging around in the middle of a war. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean. It's you got to think that it's got to be like hard for her to trust like anybody, especially well, yeah, especially someone completely related to Joffrey, and also someone who brings up like hard truths that it sucks for someone like her to you know like realize. Mm -hmm. It's like the world, and he made a great point. The world is literally run by killers. You you better learn to be able to look at them. Right. That was that was like one of my favorite lines. Yeah, yeah, and even and still, even after all that, after all that convincing, there's still like a no. To that, you know, like she's still, she's still like, no, I won't go. I won't go with you. It's it's really it's really interesting. I don't know, but it, at the same time, it seems that she was still following after him. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it it's it's an interesting thing. Anything for sure. could happen. Um. So okay. So let's move on. Uh, let's talk about one of the the great B plots of this episode. <laughs> B plots. That would be Cersei. So while the battle's going on, <laughs> Cersei has gathered all the women, and they're hiding in a part of the castle. Oh, and I love how they were talking. It's like she doesn't. Lo- she must hate me, Shay. And she's like, no. Yeah, there's like all this like catty girl politic kind of stuff going on here. But that's I think really that terrible. Shay does actually have a, a great point where I think Cersei actually. I don't know. She's yeah, so is Cersei jealous of Sansa? Is I don't that know that if she's is? necessarily jealous. I think she just sees someone as like, oh my god, girl, come on. So <laughs> no, it's like a almost like she, a. It's like she wants to be. She sees her as being herself, and she's like, yeah, like she's a, trying to be some sort of like a weird uh, queen to be mentor, right? Yeah, uh, and it's weird because the funny thing is that she knows she's being helpful, but she's doing it for herself. Yeah. So obviously, too, in this, we get a lot of really great character moments for uh, Cersei and for Sansa. What did you make of just how they grew as characters in this episode (laughs) itself? Uh, I think that Sansa is getting well toughened up, which is good because she was like a peach. Yeah, she's like a peach with armor. She was like cool as a cucumber through most of that battle. Like she was not freaking out through most of it. Yeah. Although I do think it's kind of funny that she just like started at him and then like got to just like go away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that was great. really got into him making. Yes. And then she just like left and like, yeah. Yeah. And then we'll sing the free bird hymn. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. So and then while this is going on, too, of course, Cersei is rapidly devolving into drunk Cersei. Yes. And drunk Cersei is best Cersei. Yeah, drunk Cersei is best Cersei. Um what did you think of drunk Cersei? <laughs> drunk Cersei has less than the filter she has before and she's still great. It's pretty phenomenal to see drunk Cersei because she just tells stuff how it is and it's like everything here is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Listen girl, oh, man. you have to like 
Shape up. <laughs> also, drank. Drank. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to tell you something terrible Sansa and how to drink. drink. It's like a drinking game. I'm going to tell you something yeah, terrible. Terrible and you drink. Yes. And eventually you're going to want to drink because life is awful. Which and happens. I'm gonna, and I'm going to prove this to you. Yeah, I, I love it. Because I have lived this awful life. Listen to me <clears throat> sob. Yes, I. it's great, It's funny though. because it's therapeutic for Cersei and it's also beneficial to she's, Sansa. And she knows both. Yeah, she's opening up about her past and her complicated relationship with her brother and her father and like the expectations that are placed upon queen. her as a woman and as a queen and yeah. all these things. And like she's opening up about all of this to Sansa, of all people. I know. Well, and that's because she can't stand anyone else there, which is funny because Shay's comment of like, you're the person she hates the least is probably about right. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. It's an interesting point. Oh, and also that she tears apart Shay and I'm just like, oh, yeah. no. Oh, please, no. Come and on. And somehow Shay Come looks on. out through all of it, too. Still, well, mostly because she's in drunk Cersei mode. She's not mostly drunk Cersei. And then Lancel comes in mode. and kind of diffuses the situation a little bit. Well, and by diffuse, he means he gets her out of there. So True. the only place you're safe from Cersei is not near Cersei. <laughs> so, yes, it's one of my favorite B plots, if you could call it that, from, from an episode of Game of Thrones. It's good. Um... Our A plot, though, mostly involves Tyrion and his cunning plan to save King's Landing. Oh, obviously, he's a genius where he did, how yeah. he pulls that all together. Um, and, and like we talked about in the recap, you kind of saw as soon as you saw that one ship coming, like where we this was going immediately. But did you see like Tyrion's rousing speech to the soldiers coming? Like, did you see him like being kind of that figure to the soldiers and it working? I could see him doing it. I mean, he did it for barbarians. He could do it for literate people. <laughs> probably mostly True. literate people. Yes, probably mostly literate people. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I just think it's great because he knew how to get a hold of them too. It's he first insulted them to get their attention again. And then he yes. went into rousing speech, Yep, which is great. I don't know. Yeah. Tyrion knows the talking. Tyrion understands talking, although I'm not really under sure uh, like why he passed out from like a face cut. <laughs> yeah. It looked pretty gnarly though. Him getting, him getting Fa- listen, cut if across was, the face. I don't know. If it was a face wound, it should have bled a lot more. <laughs> listen. And of course, um, we have to point out here that Tyrion's attempted uh, murder yeah, is by a the gold, gold cloak. cloak which that eh, doesn't necessarily surprise me, but it's funny that he's so surprised by it. Right. And of course, he's saved by his squire, Podrick, uh, of he's, all people. He's a cool kid. Podrick's a cool kid, yeah. <laughs> Um, so obviously I think we have another whodunit on our hands. Oh no, Cameron, I learned a secondary character's name. Please tell me he lives through the next episode. (laughs) No, 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 no. Not like, I make no promises. Not like your, and please. (laughs) (laughs) And oh, and like, oh, and like everybody, like literally everybody. Zach, you have like a flashback of like dead friends in your mind right now, don't you? It hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so so Tyrion's attempted killer. Let's get back to there. Um, you know, last last season we had kind of a whodunit moment with uh, the attempted killer of of Bran. Um, so mm-hmm. um, let's kind of do it again. There's a lot of people in the show who might have access to a gold cloak and would be willing to send that person as an assassin to kill Tyrion. So who do you think is behind? it this time who do you think is trying to kill Tyrion 
I mean, we've already had, there's a lot of animosity that he has, you know, towards him. He's made a lot of friends, a lot of enemies during his tenure as Hand. Um, he's, I mean, he, it's been implied that his dad's tried to kill him before with the whole <laughs> battle yeah, with the barbarians in the first yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. So, who do you think did it? Ooh, boy. Uh, man. Well, it's not Varys. It can't be Varys. You, you, you sure about that? I am 100% sure it's not Varys because his MO would not allow him to take up someone who keeps peace and order for the kingdom. Right. He has they to were be pretty out. chummy in the past couple episodes. Not necessarily. Yeah, and it's not. And the funny thing is, it's not due to chumminess. Absolutely not. I know that that's no predictor <laughs> of anything in this show. But True. just knowing his core character and I mean, what Tyrion I mean, come does on, for Littlefinger and Ned were pretty chummy with each other, right? Well, Am listen, I right? Littlefinger Am I right? wanted his wife. That's uh, true. Varys doesn't want uh, Tyrion's <laughs> lady. <laughs> that's true. As much as they have good They'll, banter, yeah, they have delightful conversations. So maybe, uh, maybe. Yeah, no, stop maybe, trying to. Plan- seeds of doubt in my heart. We shouldn't take it off the table is all I'm saying here. No. Stop. (laughs) I am making my heart have less palpitations. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Seriously though. Who do you think did it? I I wonder if it's something that's... Oh, frick. Maybe Pycelle. Okay. He wants revenge for his beard. Yeah. I'd... And I'd see him being able to... Okay, here's here's the long con. I think it's like a Cersei meditated thing through Pycelle. Oh, okay. I think that it's not something that was done there. I think it was sort of a side thing. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah. Um, one theory that I have that absolutely terrifies me is Braun. <laughs> oh, okay. I Braun don't know. would have access to a gold cloak. I, yeah. But I don't, I cannot see him. I don't want to take him off the table, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I feel like he's like, you know, the butler in the situation. Uh. <laughs> in the murder mystery thing, it's like he's the butler. He's the okay. one who has like all yep, the access yep. to everything that seems to be incriminating. But I don't think it's Braun. Yeah. I mean, regardless, I mean, thank, thank so God it's like for Podrick. Cersei and Braun and... I but I still think it's like sort of Pycelle. Okay. I haven't even seen Littlefinger, and he's honestly, been not really there for a lot of episodes. Yeah, and honestly, kind of I don't think I don't think that it would be him. He's mm. been moving and shaking other things. Right. He doesn't have time to be like, you oh know, yeah, by the Catelyn way, related things. Yeah, it's like, oh by the way, can you um, go kill Tyrion while I look at all of my like fold out posters of Catelyn? <laughs> I'm just picturing him now having like he has like it's the random stalker photos. He has like a secret wall inside of his whorehouse where he had people like sit and make portraits on the sly of her. Yes, you know, like these like sketchy drawings of her, and then there's like one or two of him that are like terrible stick figure drawings because he can't draw of like him and Catelyn and like hearts between them. Yes, yes. That's that's Littlefinger. So it's like, what had happened if a middle schooler got to make a shrine to his first crush? There you go. And he's had like right. twenty or so and years to like do it. And there's like all sorts of really creepy things, like locks, locks of, of hair, hair and like, a dress that she th- was like, "I'm done with this." And he's yeah, like, "Dumpster." Like, I imagine just like with a snorkel dumpster diving, like this is the best birthday ever. Yes, <laughs> or like a like a hanky or something from her, oh, like boy. A, or like a candle that she had burned once, or. <laughs> 
something like that. I don't uh, know. Just something. Like all these random things from her. The Maybe last some of her voodoo of, magic stuff was, that she had. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> or he took up to trying to make voodoo magic, there but you go. he wasn't very good at it. <laughs> uh, the last few, oh, I was thinking like he'd have like a bottle with the last few drops of wine from her glass. Oh yeah, that, that could work too. Gosh, um, there's yeah. any number of weird fantasy things he could have gotten. Uh, yes. Um, wow. <laughs> the horse she petted once. <laughs> yes, he's like, like he saw her walking by the stables and she pet that horse and then he's like, I'm buying it. He's like, I'm buying it. I want it. It's not for sale. I'm buying it. <laughs> I'm buying Money is not an option. <laughs> and he just starts throwing women at the person there until they're suffocated because that's how being... A that's, pimp works. That's how being Littlefinger works. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a pimp, you just get to throw your women on your problems until they're <laughs> suffocated. <laughs> right. You know, I just like Pikmin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that is the worst comparison ever, but also the best comparison the ever. The Pikmin pimp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. It's time to make more titles for more people oh in my, my fanfic. <laughs> um. So... I want to talk about just the result of the battle uh, in general here because we knew this battle was coming for a long time now. We knew this boiling point was coming where Stannis was going to try and take King's Landing. It was pretty much inevitable the moment Renly was out of the picture. Um, Stannis Uh. had a lot on his side and a lot of things that were lined up to make him look like potentially the clear victor but i'm i'm really actually kind of glad he isn't but it's sort of one of those things where i like at the end of the episode, I was like yay yeah i know right <laughs> so before this episode you know what did you think was going to happen and now what do you think is going to happen as a result of this battle uh, you know, and Honestly, how it really turned thought out. thought of more of, like, it would be more of a commander kill. Like, he would, like, take things, but then somehow, like, he would get murdered, and then things would all get thrown into disarray. And Davos would, like, be like, nope, nope, we're done. <laughs> and yet, you know, Davos, and yet Davos was, uh, didn't even see the freaking fight. All he saw was a flash of brightness, and he was done. Yep, kaboom. Boom roasted. Yep. Um, so, and then, and then Stannis is literally having, they have, like, his soldiers have to pull him out of the battle because, like. I know, because he would have kept going. He, he would have stopped. Yep. And that, I don't know, like, we see even more, like, he just had, like, creep smile. Every time they're getting closer to the fight, he's just like, mm, He wanted it so bad. It's, it was kind of terrifying, right. actually. Like, it made me very worried for how he would run a kingdom <laughs> if you would just, like, and they're like, but we're gonna, like, lose a lot of people. Yeah, thousands. And then he just goes to fight and it's like, yep. in what universe like, is this ever a good idea? here. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he didn't. Um, so, in, and yet... You, the the immediate reaction is like what you had already. It's like okay, yeah, like yeah, he won the battle. Oh wait, the Lannisters are still in power. Yeah, I was like yeah, uh. yeah. <laughs> so so, what do you think is going to be the fallout there though of this? Um, you know, well, we've got we've, we have a new alliance, which is definitely going to change the shape of the war. The North could take more ground. While the Lannister position is maybe slightly weakened, but not really, because I think that, like, the Tyrell forces were, like, basically the only reason they could make, like, they take make the, make it yeah, work. Yeah, basically, because, like, Tywin brought his vanguard and then got the Tyrells, and it was like, here we go. Yep. And so, that's, like, a great triumphant entry of Loras yeah, which is, coming in. which and sucks, then... because it's such a big win for the Lannisters in so many different respects, yes. because they've actually made an ally, like a for real one you see on the battle. Right. Not that they probably already didn't. It's just that we don't get to break down those things like they would in the book. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay, well, let's go into our weekly wrap-up questions here. 
Um, Arya win- uh, no, wins. Arya sorry. wins on a sorry. stalker of the week that no, she's not even in. It's Sansa. Yeah, I, I lied. It's it's Sansa by a landslide because yeah. she's the only Stark in this episode. I know. If it weren't by default, she would get it anyway. I think no, because I, she I, is actually no. awesome in this. Literally, episode. because I, since I thought that there it would be cutting more places, I let I almost let her win for the interaction she had with Joffrey, where she like with uh, what is it like Heart Eater or whatever yeah, Heart the Eater the sword. Yeah, yeah, where it's like you're going to like lick your blood brother's blood off of this but she just like i don't know i said that she had like a plus three to skills and like jo- like tactful joffrey dissing yeah i love that scene where she's like implying like like oh like you're such a strong man my husband to be you're going to lead the vanguard right and he's like it's like my brother does it yeah and then and he immediately gets huffy and makes her feel bad i feel like you could almost tell in sansa's brain a little bit like her being like well maybe if i get him to go out into the vanguard he'll die yeah if i can goad him just right he could be dead and that's beautiful and it's great it's also a very Cersei-esque move, if you really think about it. Eh, whatever. Kind of, kind of scary. You know, not, not, no, it can't be a Cersei move, because Cersei would never do anything to actually harm Joffrey. That's true. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, manipulating, like, a man Yeah, that I know, I know, but I'm trying you know, to like the not, way that, I don't like, like these implications in certain respects. Well, but, I like, kind Cersei of do and I kind herself has drawn the, like, the connection there. She said it in the scene with Sansa, like, oh, like, if <laughs> Stannis were to take the city, I'd have to seduce him into, like, not yeah. killing me, basically. Yeah, and he's, like, the few, one of the few people who... I couldn't do that for it. And then yes. Sansa's all like, oh, and she's all like, oh, come on. Yes. <laughs> Sansa's like, what? Why? Um, so, so yeah, Sansa, I think this is one of her few wins that you've given her. Um, yeah. Well, also win because you can actually see like development as character and a lot more of her just getting to mm-hmm. do stuff. Cause almost always she's reactionary and this time she's taking like doing things like yeah. actually doing something so 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 way to go sansa yay you i mean it's it. something you couldn't win it but i definitely feel it's deserved <laughs> this was a great sansa episode right okay well then let's talk about the crown which might be a little difficult to talk about because so much of the way that people have been kind of playing the game this episode um, has been playing a game of oh, war well i even. i know who wins well who wins Tywin. <laughs> oh, okay. So is that for brokering the deal with the Tyrells and saving the day? Yeah, and also be able to keep his war front. I didn't actually understand how freaking just like good he was at all mm-hmm. of that. I mean, like it's not even like Tyrion. He had to make do. Tywin was like, "Well, here we go. I'm gonna clean up the mess," and he does it beautifully. Yep, yep, he does. In fact, if he hadn't shown up there with that brokered alliance, they would have been done be, still. Yeah, it would be it'd been done. Yeah, so. because it was pretty funny. It's like Tyrion's like, "Yay, we took down the battering ram." Oh God. Yeah. Then <laughs> you see this like massive army coming towards him, and he's just like. I was wrong. I was, I was so wrong. wrong. I was so wrong. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because basically, well, and that actually kind of made sense. I mean, to me, it seems sort of almost like comical, but in the same sense, like literally p- the big reason why they were able to like stay ahead is because the landing party couldn't land in mass because like there's all yeah. those ships broken up in there. So basically that's the everyone else that got to the, you know, like the shore, like a <laughs> mile up probably yep. Yep. because, you know, there's wildfire freaking everywhere. Yeah. And yet, you know, I, I, I even though Tywin's the winner of this one, I think Tyrion deserves honorable mention for oh. just how well he planned that oh, battle. Well, obviously. You know, he did everything he could, and if he didn't do it, we still, I think, would be talking about a different outcome for oh, this yeah. battle. But, like... And obviously, the, the worst was Stannis to keep going. If mm-hmm. he had regrouped, he could have done so much better, and he could have seen, like, the 
I don't know. There's just so many things that could have happened that could have been better mm-hmm. because then like Tywin like came in all like Gandalf at first light and fracked him up. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect analogy. Okay. Um, well, uh, let's talk about death. Lots of death, right? Best death, worst death. You have a lot of choices to go through in this one. Um, hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, best death goes to Davos' son, who dies by fire, so he can probably just live forever with the, the one eternal fire god. What she fervently believes in. So, so yay. yay. Good for you, guy. <laughs> Um, hmm. Where's, wow, yeah, there's a lot of choices. Yep. If we'd had a death kill count, or it would have been so hard to keep track game, of. It would have been even oh, better. Oh, we would have been on the floor. We would have been dead. Yep. And I would have loved it. <laughs> we could have added, and like, as we died, the last thing is I put one last scratch into the kill count, counting myself. Yep. It, it's like that, uh, that scene from... Uh, Indiana Jones, where they're playing the drinking game, and like you just flip oh. over the the cup, like the shot glass, and it's like yes, another one down. <laughs> that would be a terrible drinking game, actually, to play with Game of Thrones. Worst drinking and death. game. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Anyway, I can't even think of necessarily who is the worst. Uh, I feel bad for dude who was fighting Stannis and got like half of his head cut off. Ooh, that was a pretty gnarly still, one. He still could have kind of been there. The hound had a lot of like gory deaths. Like he had the person where he almost cut him in half, but not quite, not quite. And then there was the guy he actually cut in half. I think there was one he actually did kind of, I don't know, chop someone in half. There was several people who got their skulls crushed just, by boulders, destroyed. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Plus the, I'm going to guess at least hundreds of men who died in a green Burning, fireball. Yeah, yeah, probably still on fire underwater because yep. it's like the oily stuff. Yep. Which, that's terrible. I mean, when oil hits water, I can only imagine how sucky it is for those people who actually jumped into the water. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know. I don't know. That would suck. I just love how the, you can see the like the fire just seething out and consuming. And yeah, it's, it's just like, like oh, yeah, that was my comment. It's like, my God, it's like they blew up Maleficent in the middle of that army. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. So, yes. So, worst death, I really feel like I could go to any of those you mentioned. Yeah. Maybe collectively, just yeah, I mean, random soldiers dying. like... Random soldiers like took one for the the death team. Yep. Thank you, random soldiers. Not a lot of not a lot of I don't know. It must have been like a lull in like The Walking Dead, and they needed more like all the death stunt people are like. But what do we do? How do we feed our families? And Game of Thrones is like, get over here. We have this big fight. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about plans. Um, so plans moving forward might be a little bit hard to evaluate in this episode because this is mostly ooh, about boy. enacting plans. Well, and it works oh, for some ooh, people, ooh, works ooh, for ooh. others. But who made the best plan <sighs> moving forward? Poopy doop. I honestly, I once again goes to Tywin, not only yeah. for the crown, but honestly brokering an alliance with one of the power players. Mm-hmm. But that's that's just too good. It is literally too good. But worst plan goes to the hound. Oh, you think you think betraying the king, especially in the fashion he did, is gonna bite yeah. him in the butt? Yeah, betraying the king who's, you know, a little bit kill happy is pretty bad. Although so happy to see um Captain America Knight was juggling for the ladies. Yeah, Sir he was, was juggling for them. He's still alive, still kicking. Ah uh, yeah, good job, Captain uh, America Knight. Poor, poor Sir Dantos. I, I don't know. I mean, at least he's alive. It's a, it's a pretty sweet gig. Pretty sweet gig, Being alive and juggling is <laughs> better than being 
chopped almost in half. And not juggling. And not... <laughs> listen, I saw that person juggle. It's just it was his organs. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Zach, how hopeful are you after seeing this battle? I mean, it's I... hard to feel hopeful when it's the Lannisters yeah. who won. I don't but know. But at the same time, you can't help but, like, At the same time, I see... I don't know. I mean, it means that we get to see more of Marjorie and, like, different things. Mm-hmm. I want to see her game because it makes me hopeful because she could just F up Camp Lannister it would be amazing. You really think so? I don't know. Who knows? Who can say? I don't know what their play is. Okay, so does that make you're going up in hopefulness? Yeah, surprisingly. Okay. I, I, and it's more of like a feeling. It's And that's what's weird because I'm used to going off of so many different varying factors. Uh-huh. And all we have is this one battle, which is odd. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like a five and a half? Uh, five, five. Okay. We only jumped like a point from last week, I think. Okay. Or maybe, I don't know, I remember what it was. But, but we're still kind of middle of the road. We're like you know, slightly, Lannisters. like just the veriest, tiniest bit yeah. above half. Right. Well, we are almost finished with season two, oh, Zach. Man. We got one episode All the dragons left. better be alive. Yeah. All we, the dire wolves we, better stay alive. <laughs> um... All Jeez. the remaining dire wolves. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this line of conversation, it makes me still sad. Yes. You still have your Lady Bran Flakes, though. Listen, Lady Bran Flakes is just working on their stealth levels, so that way they can get major sneak attack bonuses. There you go. <laughs> um, it's going to be it's gonna be great when he just, like, pops out of the castle, like, what up, Greyjoys? I'm about to send you to your drowned god. Okay. Get out the cement blocks, Hodor. <laughs> okay, so while, while we're talking about headcanons here, <laughs> uh, do you have any other notable he- headcanons that you really hope happen in next episode? Uh, I just really want, like, Sansa to be piggybacking out of King's Landing with the Hound. Yes. <laughs> like, just, like... Like her, like her arm Just pointed like, in the air, and her being like to victory, and the hound being like to away from Joffrey, <laughs> to away from Joffrey, and she's like, "What's the difference?" <laughs> Perfect. And they both have a, they have a slight chortle. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and and Bron just like drops his new single. Yeah, I'm I'm picturing Bron as like Bron some- is a rapper. <laughs> Bronze a rapper, a hundred percent. But he was singing though in this episode. I know. He he and like and even that like was his, his that was his, his single. Little, his, that was the promo. Okay. His his prostitute was all like, "You have a pretty voice," and he's like, "Thank you." I know. He's getting groupies. <laughs> he's, groupies he paid for. But. Listen, if Bron doesn't sound like a rapper name, Bron the Gold Cloak, come oh, on. Oh, how is this is. not a real rapper name? Yeah. It needs to be now. It needs to be now. <laughs> it could be me. No, it won't. That that would be awful. That's it would be a joke thing, and that's sad because it could oh, be a real thing. Gosh, it would be so bad. Come like, on. so good, but oh, so actually, bad. or that's maybe, maybe that's what George R. can do. He can just like rap about his process and how it takes years. As Bron the Gold Cloak. As Bron. Interesting. There we go. That's that is another interesting thing because when somebody writes, they people come from pieces of themselves and people that they've seen. It. I, I don't know. I'd just be very interested in the kind of life that he had lived to lead him to make this kind of stuff. You mean George R.R. writing Game of Thrones? Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny that you mention that because this episode's written by George R.R. Yeah, R. like 100%. So, so possibly he'll drop and George R.R. will be like, yeah, I'm Braun the Gold Cloak. You Here know, we go. honestly, I would just settle on him releasing the next book. 
I really would. I don't know. I, I want him to drop fat beats. Oh, gosh. And Lannister heads. <laughs> well, anyway, as much as we would want that to, have, to happen, we've got one episode left, and if you've been following with us, things are going to get exciting mm. um, as Zach finishes up <laughs> season did we, two. Did we say the story? The story of why I'm terrified of these last two episodes? No, why are you terrified? Because... We went out to the local cider bar, and oh, okay. I was introducing Cameron, yep. and it's like, hey, this is the person I podcast with to the bartender I talked to. He's like, oh, cool. And it's like, where are you in the show? And he's like, uh, you know, we're right before like the attack on um, King's Landing, which he didn't even like drop the name of it being Blackwater. And she was like, oh. Yep. oh and we had this like knowing oh, glance. Yep. You, you're F, sir. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> And now you made it through that, so... No, no, I'm not safe. And the fact you said, oh my god, I'm even more scared now. I had my crown on the entire time, my crown of safety. Yeah, he had his inflatable Game of Thrones crown on there. Um, so, you know, I guess it kind of kept him Take safe. Take me to my safe place, and... Oh, man, I, I don't know. I don't know, and... Oh, man. Yes. Well, if you've been following along, you'll have to see if Zach makes it through next episode. Uh, if won't. If you uh, have been following along and um, are interested to see where we take this next into season three after this, if you've got leading questions for that, oh, uh, send them our way. You can, you can comment on uh, the YouTube video of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also uh, connect with us on Twitter and on Tumblr. Yeah, and um, on the iTunes, five stars and reviews that yeah, tell us we're pretty. Yeah, like that too you know you can like subscribe rate all that all that fun stuff yeah you know it, it just it takes a few out. click yep so um yeah and uh you know it, it's gonna be real exciting from from this point we're gonna kind of talk about what we're gonna do next we might take a break from game of thrones for a little bit and do mm. uh another series we're oh, okay not quite sure yeah I'm, maybe another anime yeah 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 oh uh, because yeah, yeah. we really liked how that worked with attack on titan yeah um, it was nice it was short form it was great and we got to so yeah um, you know, it might it might be something different. We don't know yet. Um, and it might be run by me, which means it will undoubtedly be different. Fun. <laughs> um, uh, so I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to actually. Well, mm, there's a few animes I could torment Cameron with. <laughs> there are probably more than a few. So yes. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, keep keep uh, keep in touch, and we'll keep you posted on what's to come as far as that goes. In the meantime, make sure you come back next week for the conclusion of season two. Oh, man. It's gonna be good. I know I'm gonna have a lot of fun. I I'll try. Zach, are you gonna have a lot of fun? I'm gonna try. Are you sure? I. Stop! Don't. The more you ask me, the more scared I am. I'm just scared. I'm a scared little doe in a wood full of evil things. And Zach tears are delicious as always. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I. You need to add Gatorade to my to my thing because I need more, he more needs, hydration. He needs to be hydrated so we can get more of these tasty you, Zach tears. If you want more tears, you're gonna have to hydrate. Mm. I'll work on that. I'll oh. work on that. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time when we finish season two. I hope there's dragons. 